You're listening to Dropping the Ball, a sermon series by Pastor Bay Allen. Good morning, everyone. It is a cold one out there. How many of you guys had to shovel snow yesterday? How many of you uh, should have shoveled snow yesterday? How many of you had someone else shovel snow for you? Um, it, it's been a crazy one. You know, it, I, I went to the store the other night and the stuff was flying off the shelves. People were just prepping for, for this, this snowstorm that we were about to have, one of the first big snowstorms of 2018, already under our belt. That's a good thing in western Pennsylvania to say we've already had a big snow like that. Um, well, it's good to be with you today. For those of you who ventured out in the cold and some of the residual snow that is outside, I encourage you to turn with me in your uh, Bible today to 1 Samuel chapter 3. We're going to be picking up uh, with verse 1 through 10. That is our scripture for the day. Um, and here is what we read. Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation, and it came to pass at that time, while Eli was lying down in his place, and when his eyes had begun to grow so dim that he could not see, and before the lamp of God went out in the tabernacle of the Lord where the ark of God was, and while Samuel was lying down, that the Lord called Samuel. And he answered, Here, here I am. So he ran to Eli and said, here I am, you called me. And Eli said, I didn't call you. Go lie down. And he went to lay down. Then the Lord called him again, Samuel. So Samuel arose, went to Eli and said, here I am. You called me. And Eli said, I did not call you, my son. Go lie down. Go lie down. What are you doing? Quit bothering me, essentially. Go lie down. Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of the Lord yet revealed to Samuel. So this was a pretty strange encounter. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time. So he arose and he went to Eli and he said, Here I am, for you did call me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord had called the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he calls to you, that you must say, Speak, Lord, for your servant hears. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood and called, as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant hears. This is the word of, the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. And so, yeah, this, uh, as, as we're in this second week of this new series called Dropping the Ball, um, I hope during this series you just kind of remember the ball that goes up, that comes down. That's going to just be this kind of imagery that I want you to kind of have in your mind um, as, as we enter into worship in these four weeks of this series. Um, last week we talked about, you know, you just the ball going up and how sometimes when John the Baptist came, his ball was up, but his ball fell. So Jesus's ball could be lifted high, hoisted high. And I, and I encouraged you and I, I challenged you to find what your ball is in 2018. So I continue to pray for you in that way. But today we are looking at our best laid plans is the title of today's sermon, our best laid plans. Um, and I got to tell you, you know, shoveling snow is not what I planned on doing yesterday. 
it actually got kind of fun once I got into it. I don't know about you. Maybe I'm crazy. Um, but I didn't plan on doing that. I didn't say, you know, I'm looking forward to shoveling a whole lot of snow this weekend when I was looking at the beginning of my week. Um, but it happened. Th- this morning, for instance, you know, I, I had a leftover biscuit from yesterday. I cooked some, bi- I like biscuits. I had a leftover biscuit. I was planning on having a little bite of breakfast. Well, I just nuke it and rewarm the biscuit. It's fine. Well, my wife somehow pitched it or something. I didn't have a biscuit this morning. I planned on having a biscuit this morning. I did not get that biscuit this morning. You know, uh, last night I planned on a really good night of sleep. I planned on a really good night of sleep. What you know, about 3.30 in the morning, Gavin comes running into our room, crawls up, and when he crawls, he kicks, he pushes, he prods. I planned on a good night of sleep last night. It just didn't happen. There was something else that kind of, you know, entered in. Circumstances, you know, changed. And I didn't get that as well as I had planned for it. It just didn't happen. I don't know if you can relate to that. I don't know if you've ever been there. I have. I wasn't planning on zucchini pineapple bread this morning. That was a nice change of pace. You see, we have these plans that we, we, we put in place and we, we try our best to kind of map out the way things are going to go. In our scripture today, Samuel, he was sleeping, kind of like me with Gavin last night. And, and God kept coming to him and prodding him. It wasn't even a little three-year-old. God came in and said, hey, get up. <laughs> Samuel, I don't know if you can relate. But today I want us to take away from this, uh, this message, this passage of Scripture, just the way that we sometimes have plans that are in place, but God has other plans. Sometimes God changes us mid-stride and says, no, that's not the path. That's not the path I have for you. You know, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11 says, I, I know the plans I have for you. I have plans for you prosper you, not to hurt you. I have plans for hope, for a future. Those are my plans for you. Sometimes we find ourselves in the thick of the snow. It's not even on our path. And sometimes we find ourselves on a clear path when our path is in the snow. God has this strange way of guiding us where he wants us to go. When it coincides with where we want to go, that's just blessing. That's just blessing. I encourage you, like Samuel in this scripture, I encourage you to listen. I encourage you to tune your ears so that you can hear and recognize God's voice when he calls. So that you can hear God's voice as he calls you in the midst of your best laid plans. So that you can say, here I am. I hear you. And then he can lead you into the path that lay ahead. Like Samuel, you know, Samuel, this is just a snippet of Samuel as a boy. Samuel had an entire life of service that lay ahead, all based off of this one hearing moment. Samuel didn't know God at this point. It tells us right here in the scripture. Samuel didn't have a relationship with God as of yet. This moment changed Samuel's life forever. One conversation with God can change your life forever. So, listen for the voice of God if you hear it. And then, once you hear it, there may be some some learning that takes place. So the first point is listen. The second one is learn. 
You may have to learn a thing or two. Once you hear God's voice in the midst of even your best laid plans, you may need to grow to see God's best laid plans come, to, come about, come to fruition. You have moments that are instants. I speak of this all the time. You have an instant, and then you have a process. Sometimes things will just happen with a snap of a finger. It's a miracle that it happened, and it was just an instant transformation. And oftentimes what we experience are a process where there's one step forward. And sometimes that one step feels like half of a step, quarter of a step. But it's a constantly moving forward, however long it takes. That's often what we experience in our discipleship and our spiritual growth as we're moving forward uh, in hopefully the plans that God has for us as Christians. Sometimes it's just one step forward, one day closer to Jesus. So I pray that if you were called, if you heard God's voice telling you what you need to do, I pray that you will take that, that path of the one step forward. That you will learn what you need to learn to make that path a prosperous one. Because God has plans to prosper you. God has to give you hope and a future, not to hurt you. Sometimes you just got to go one step at a time. You got to learn a thing or two. Um, and the third thing I want to talk to you with is leave. Every now and then, your best laid plans aren't God's best laid plans. Sometimes, like that ball that rose to fall, sometimes you have to leave your best laid plans so that you can truly enter into God's best, best laid plans. Sometimes you, you, you can't sleep and you want to sleep. Sometimes God's plans just keep you awake at night. Sometimes you lie awake in your bed and you're just thinking of all this stuff that you, you should be doing that you're not doing. The Apostle Paul talked about, like, I know what to do and I don't do it. He was talking about bad things. Sometimes it's, you know, things that we do and sometimes it's things that we don't do. I pray that you have the eyes that God will enlighten your eyes to see the path that lay before you, His best laid plans for you. And if they are different from your best laid plans, I pray that you will spend some time figuring out which path to take. And I pray that you go where God leads. That is your choice. Because sometimes it means leaving your best laid plans. And that's difficult. And that's hard. Sometimes you debate with God and you go back and forth and, and just this dialogue saying, no, 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 no. And God says, Jolene, Don, Sandy, do you say, here I am? Do you say, here I am? How do you respond? I'm going to give you just a few little things that you could do to go a little deeper off of this sermon starting this week. The first one, when it, when it, when it comes down to listening and listening for God's voice, I pray that you set aside 30 minutes of uninterrupted prayer this week. And some of you say, I already do that. That's good. Continue doing it. But for those of you who don't do that, try it. Set aside just 30 minutes of uninterrupted prayer.
prayer. Now, I realize sometimes an interruption will come, even though you have the best laid plans of prayer. Go back to it. 30 minutes of uninterrupted prayer. And just pray. You know, sometimes I'll put earphones on, just some ambient music, not even words, just music, just to help me kind of tune out stuff. Music doesn't always take the attention. Sometimes it helps us focus our attention on God. Okay, so 30 minutes of uninterrupted prayer. For the second part, uh, maybe you want to learn a little bit more. You can start by maybe getting into some spiritual study, maybe uh, grabbing up a room on your way out. You can start reading a daily devotional right there. It's there for you. It's in the hallway. A lot of, a lot of months we have extras left over. I pray you grab one. And if you're going to visit someone, like in a hospital, take one with you. Give it to them, too. Go a little bit deeper in your spiritual journey. Uh, the roundtable, when we meet on Mondays, I encourage you to come. And if you don't come to the roundtable, if the time's wrong or, or whatever, for whatever reason, it doesn't seem like the right study for you, find something to help you grow. Whether it's listening to a pastor on, on the internet or on the television um, or getting a new, a new, a new book a new devotional, a new study. Do something to learn where God is calling you. If you have an inkling of where God is calling you, that's where you want to learn. If you're being called to helping with the homeless ministry, that's the kind of stuff you want to read and immerse yourself in. Some of that social justice piece. Okay, learn. The third part, leave. If God is calling you beyond your sleep, <laughs> and that'll happen sometimes, pray you'll have the courage to say, here's my heart. To say, here's my heart, Lord. Here's my life, Lord. Speak what is true. And to listen. And to leave if he says leave. Say, where you go, I'll go. Where you stay, I'll stay. Where you serve, I'll serve. I will follow you. That's what we see Samuel doing in today's scripture. And I encourage you to follow his example. In closing, you know, sometimes our best laid plans, they're, they're pretty remarkable. We can do a lot of really good, good things. Especially when we plan. Sometimes what we do, it's life-changing. But God's plans for you. God doesn't necessarily always erase our plans. God is a God of transformation. God will take our loaves and fishes and, and just make it even bigger. Make it even better than we could ever do on our own. As Christians, we are designed for more than we could ever do alone. We are designed for more than we could ever do alone. We're not made for our best laid plans. We are made for yielding to God's best laid plans in our lives. Would you pray with me? Dear God, we, we pray that you will call and that we will hear, and that you will stir in our hearts just this response that we cannot hold back. Open our eyes that we may see. Open our hearts to receive. Open our hands to grab a hold. 
Just transform us to be a transforming power in the world. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen.